What is up, everyone? Today, I want to talk to you about these three questions that you need to ask every single person that you do an estimate for. Too many times I get the call, I get the text from someone that I've helped or you know somebody in my network that says, Tanner, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And I always come back with, hey, what are the answers to these three questions? So if you have these three questions, if you have the answers to them, you will see a incremental change in your closing ratio. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Trade Thrive Podcast. I'm your host, Tanner Mullen, and today we are going to talk about the three questions you need to be asking anyone you go and do an estimate for, uh, whether you're doing it virtually, whether you're doing it you know, in person. I know a lot of us are switching over to virtual estimates now, which I think is awesome. Um, obviously, if you have a good system set up to be able to uh, handle virtual estimates, but uh, where I want to get at is, you know, these three questions because, you know, in my journey of, you know, being a contractor coach and, you know, I always get that random text message or that random phone call like Tanner, like no one is biting. Like, you know, these people are lowballing me or I'm having trouble closing deals. And I'm like, you know, initially it's like, you know, they, I think people reach out wanting me to give them the, like the secret formula. And I'm like, well, I mean, you're not really going to like what I want, what I'm about to tell you, but I mean, let me ask you a question. And they'll be like, okay, what, what was their budget? I don't know. And then it'll be like, well, do you know if they ever hired a, you know, a painting company before? No, I don't, I don't know. They, they could have, you know, and then and the last question would be, what's the reason why uh, they wanted the paint job? And they'll be like, um, well, I think it's because, you know, and if those answers aren't sure answers, that's that's your problem. I mean, what those questions do, and I'm going to, you know, reverse, I'm reverse engineering these questions right now. And what they're going to do is they're going to give you hidden, I would say, little hidden pockets to be able to uh, provide value. Okay, so we know that our job is to provide value. The whole purpose of providing value is to separate yourself from the other estimates, okay? And the, the beautiful news about being a contractor is chances are one out of the other estimates is going to be a reputable company, okay? There's always that one uh, other estimate that just like doesn't even have a chance. So really you're just competing with usually one or two other you know companies. So it's just a matter of who's going to provide the most value. Now, let's eliminate the customer that's just the customer that doesn't care, you know, about value and about that sort of thing and really just cares about price. There are people like that. That's fine. Uh, I like to say that those aren't my customer and I'll move on happily. But there are people that need to be educated, informed, uh, be made aware, and then, you know, allow them to make the best decision, which ultimately is to go with you. So let me kind of break down these questions because these questions are going to give you 
the ability to provide value in such an easy way. So it's almost like nature now for me. Like I don't even, you know, I, I have to ask these questions. Um, you know, now I have someone doing estimates for me and I require the answers to those questions. So let's start with the motivation. Okay. I talk about this a lot because the motivation for somebody to get the job done is as important as anything, right? So let me give you an example. If somebody is requesting your service and let me give you an example of somebody who got a letter from the HOA. Um, and I'm actually writing a book on this because this whole sales, you know, uh, topic is so deep, so intrinsic that, you know, the examples are just so vast that I really wanted to get it all out there. And I have no clue when that book's going to be finished, but it's in the, it's in the works. So anyway, so this, this idea is, is that like, you want to identify what the reason is, and then you want to be what I like to call the hero. So for example, so you have somebody that calls you and they're like, I need to get my house painted. You know, the HOA sent me a letter. Okay. Well, that's great. They told you why, but if they call you and say, I need to get my house painted, when can you come over? Okay. And then you just say, okay, well, I will be there whenever. And you schedule a date and a time and then you go and then you go and you kind of just get lost in the conversation or the dog jumps at you and you kind of forget, you know, your, your structured questions. And then you get all the way up into the point where you're measuring. And then maybe you get all the way up into the point where you are, you know, writing up the proposal and you get all the way up to the point where you're presenting the price and you don't really know why you're there. You know, maybe, you know, you just don't know. Right. So then the other side of the coin would be you actually asking the question. So what's the story? What, what, what brings us here today? You know, obviously we know they want their house painted or, you know, the roof done or whatever trade you do. Um, but the reason why we want to ask this is so we can be the hero. And for somebody that wants their HO that says, well, you know, the HOA sent me a letter, the HOA is on my back. Well, what you need to do is you need to say, oh, wow, really? Okay, well, we need to get this taken care of immediately. And one thing that I want you to know is that the paint job that we do with the products that we use are going to last a very, very long time. And this is something that you will not have to deal with for a very, very long time. And you can even go as far as saying what I'll do is I'll even submit a letter to them or I'll email them to let them know that you've requested an estimate from us so they don't fine you, right? Wow, that's so deep, right? So you actually position yourself as the hero, as, as the facilitator of this situation that, you know, you have to put yourself in the perspective of the customer. You have to realize if they waited that long to get it done to the point where the HOA is on their back, they don't value the service as much as somebody who voluntarily called and said, hey, we need to get the house painted, right? So how do you build value with someone like that? You have to be the hero and you have to show them value. You know, obviously the pain of them getting that letter, you know, you could be the hero to help them avoid that in the future, right? So it would be the same if somebody's moving, okay? And you don't know that they're moving and you come in, do your estimate and I can't tell you how many times this happened in the beginning where I would actually ask this question too late and they'd be like, oh yeah, we're getting ready to move. I'd be like, oh, you're moving? Oh, well, you know, you probably don't need emerald or duration paint, you know? Um, and that, that in itself right there, you know, so you could be selling the wrong product for somebody who doesn't necessarily need a warranty. That's how important this question is. So first question, find out what the buyer's motivation is, okay? Second question, very, very important. 
Have you ever hired a professional painter before or whatever your trade is? Here's why, okay? When you run into people, number one, you need to know who you're being compared to, okay? You can't just expect that everyone knows how your company operates or how, you know, I use the restaurant analogy a lot. Like we as a people are so trained on how a restaurant is supposed to work. Like you go there, you meet the host, the hostess. You know, you sit down, somebody's going to ask you if you want drinks, and then they come back and ask you if you want food, and then you get dessert, and then you get a, you know, you get a bill. You don't just, you know, eat your food and then, like, run out of the restaurant. You know that you have to, like, wait for them to clean it up. Like, you know, the process. Well, with trades, everyone does it so different, and it's just, that's how, like, you know, that's how much variety is in this business, like, from just even the initial phone call to the to the booking to all that like everything is so freaking different and vast that you got to be careful who you are allowing yourself to be compared to when they see that quote right so let me give you an example so you go and you do your estimate and then you know you present your price and they're absolutely shocked and you're like wow i priced that pretty good well why are they shocked well because maybe they're comparing the price to what they paid a guy named Joe seven years ago who worked by himself, who didn't have insurance, who didn't have workers comp, who didn't need it, um, who used Promar paint, very cheap paint. Okay. And, you know, or even the customer provided the paint and his quote was 1200 for the whole house. You're coming in at 3950. Right. And they're like, whoa, Holy smokes, what happened, right? So what we need to do is we need to eliminate that belief, right? We need to eliminate it and we need to separate yourself from that old experience, right? It's kind of like how in dating, like you don't want someone to compare you to a previous boyfriend or girlfriend. So what we need to do is we need to separate that experience. So you need to ask about that experience and you say, well, let me ask you real quick before I present this proposal. Have you ever hired a professional, whatever, before? And you just be, be silent. And it's one of two answers. Oh, yes, we did. And then they'll say, oh, no, I actually haven't. I always used to do it myself. Great. Both answers are phenomenal. Answer number one, the easy one is they haven't hired anyone before. Great. Let me explain to you how the process works. Think of it like this. Somebody, hey, have you ever been to a restaurant before? No, I haven't. Oh, great. Let me explain to you how the process works. Well, when you get there, somebody's going to greet you and then they're going to sit you down at the table and then you're going to wait a little bit and somebody's going to come over and ask you if you'd like anything to drink. And then they're going to give you a menu and ask you if you'd like to order food, right? So you're explaining this experience. Same goes with me. If it were painting, I'd say, oh, great. This is how it works. So the first thing that happens is we obviously need to pressure wash your house. Then what we're going to do is we're going to bring our team of four, and then we're going to start prepping. We're going to trench around the perimeter. We're going to caulk all the cracks. We're going to fill all the holes. We're going to put plastic over all the windows. We're going to protect your plants. So I am building a totally new belief about what painting really entails, professional painting, what it entails, okay? Now I actually can justify my price. You have to understand the moment you pull out that proposal or the moment you send over that proposal, they're blowing through the whole thing. First thing everyone's doing is going right to the price. Okay. That is a problem because they miss all those prep points, all those details that are outlined in your proposal. Okay. So we can't have that. So that's why it's important to build that value before that. Okay. So that's how you do it. Now, 
it's important to ask how was that experience to the to the person who has hired someone before and you want to know who you're being compared to so you can actually separate yourself so say yeah i actually did and you say well how was that experience for you oh it was you know it was horrible i mean you know the guy didn't show up on time and based off of what they tell you was so bad about that experience you can come around and say oh well actually we pride ourselves on being on time so you actually are getting even more keys to the sale based off of their poor experience same goes if they had a great experience before oh my god this company we had last time was amazing what did you like about that company now don't even don't get you know twisted about oh well, why didn't you call them you're there for a reason don't worry about it just find out what they loved about the experience and match it or exceed the expectation okay so there's a lot of different avenues you could take but make sure you're finding out what that experience was like if any last question okay when you present that proposal, you're going to get some drawback, whether it's online and they don't read it anymore after the first day, or it's in person and you see that wince or that, you know, squirm in the chair or that deep breath. You can read their body language. You know, after they give you their objection, whether it's, okay, I want to get more estimates or I want to talk to my husband or I want to, you know, think about it or can I keep this or, you know, oh, I hate that. Can I, can I keep this? You, you can't hold on to it. I, it's, it's mine. No. Um, so they say something like that. What you need to say next after that, okay, is, hey, normally whenever somebody says that or whenever somebody says that they want to get more estimates, it usually has to do with the price, okay? And you just glide into that, okay? May I ask, what did you budget for the project? And if you think that people don't budget for a project, you're crazy, Think about how you buy things. Everyone has an idea of what they think it's going to be. No one's, I mean, very rarely are we going to run into somebody who just, oh, I had no clue. Well, it, you probably didn't think it was going to be 10 bucks, right? <laughs> you know, so everyone has an idea. Find out what that idea is. And this is where I talk about pricing tiers um, because pricing tiers are a way for you to provide leverage in your sales process when they come at you with that budget. So for example, let's say you price a job out at five grand. Okay. You get your drawback. I want to think about it. Okay. Mrs. Jones, I understand. Let me ask you, because normally whenever somebody has a great conversation with me, you've identified that I do a phenomenal job. And nobody likes getting more estimates. Okay. Normally when somebody says that to me, it usually has to do with price. May I ask, what did you have budgeted for the project? So from there, they're going to say, oh, oh, no, it, it doesn't have anything to do with price. Perfect. That's your, your turn to turn around and, and walk away. Or if you want to press a little more, you can. But some people do need to think about it. And that's fine. You don't want to give away your profit to somebody who actually just wants to think about it. You could still get the job unless you really need the work. Second answer is going to be, well, to be honest, Tanner, I was hoping to be around four grand and you came in at five. Well, now you know that you're only a thousand dollars away from the job. Now, if you had your pricing tiers, which could be, you know, 4,000, 4,500 and 5,000, you know that you could sell the job at four grand, but your job is to build value to get it to 4,500. And that is a topic for a different episode. So that's what I wanted to give you. I wanted to give you these three questions that you need to have for every single estimate. Do not miss them. The more you ask them, the better you'll get at them. Don't be intimidated by them. It's going to be uncomfortable. 
get uncomfortable. If you want to learn how to sell, if you want to separate yourself, you have to understand. And this is the way I see it. The difference between me having all that I want in life, if that's a phenomenal business, if that is prosperity, if that's comfort, security, whatever it is, the difference between me having that and not having that is how comfortable I can be being uncomfortable. Okay. So when you're in that sales, when you are sitting there in front of that person, okay, don't worry about what anyone thinks. Just look them in the eye, say what you need to say. Don't judge the outcome. Okay. Just follow the process. It works. You guys are awesome. Head over to fbmleadmachine.com. I have a new mission and it is to help contractors learn how to market their business through Facebook. Okay. I figured it out for this longest time. I've been trying to figure out Facebook ads and I finally figured out a plan that works and it's working every single day. So please check that out. Um, if you want help with your estimates, I put together a program called pocket closer. I have three coaches on there now that will actually teach you and coach you while you're at your estimate. Okay. Through FaceTime or zoom the principles that were discussed in this podcast. So if you are interested to see the coaches, head over to pocketcloser.com. And if you want, you can just pick a coach. The first estimate is free. So highly suggest you check that out. It's a fun thing. It's new. And all the coaches are super excited. You know, it's just a really cool way we can elevate the standard. This is for painting only right now. And if you're listening to this and you're in another trade and you're interested in becoming a coach, reach out to me. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at contractor coach. And I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email. Find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.